welcome back to Garbage Film, the show that seeks to prove that arty and trashy movies have a lot in common you don't need to enjoy just one or the other. So we will take this week's movie that I know that we can decide is trashy and pair it with something uh, probably relatively artier. And I uh, hope that you discover an unexpected new favorite or at the very least get some entertainment out of the whole deal. I'm one of your hosts, Nick, and with me, as always, is the magnetic collar to my spider saw blade, the wiki to my wild. Aaron is here. Hi, and Aaron. And I'm gone. <laughs> and I'm leaving. <laughs> Hi, Nick. You get two this week. Oh, I feel so gifted. So blessed. I had to get something Whatever out of this Whatever did experience. I do. Yeah. It's the only fun thing about it is just like, tee <laughs> nicknames. <laughs> How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm making my own fun. Good. Yeah. As one has to do with this movie, yes. Spring is in the air. My head is full of allergens. It's a good time. That's how it works, right? A tree grows inside your brain during allergy season? Certainly what it feels like. For for allergy sufferers, that's what it looks like is happening. I'm one of you allergy sufferers. You're not alone. Uh, How are you doing? I'm great. I have no allergies, so non-allergy sufferers. Get a load of these dorks. Well, it sounds like it's great to be you. It's lovely. I can see clearly. (laughs) My nose feels normal. I'm literally blinking tears out of my eyes as we talk today. (laughs) Okay, now I'm feeling bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's it's not related to allergies. I'm just crying. Oh, (laughs) this is going to be a good show. Because I had to watch (laughs) 1999's Wild Wild West. Before there was a secret service, before there was a CIA, before there was an FBI, there was... West. Jim West. But behind every great man is a beautiful woman. Stay out of my way, lady! I'm not a lady, I'm a U.S. Marshal! Now what? Will Smith. You're not the master of disguise that you think you are. You look nasty, just butt ugly. Kevin Klein. The collars around our neck seem to contain powerful magnets. When you tell this story to your grandkids, you make sure you leave this part out. When I roll into the when I the, the most 1999 oh. thing I think I've ever experienced. Yeah, it's quite something. It's like this and The Matrix are the, you know. The two ends of the spectrum, I feel maybe like. Maybe Fight Club, yeah. It's kind of horseshoe theory where, like, they're pretty close <laughs> to each other, weirdly. They're kind of, they're very much sometimes the same movie. <laughs> Couldn't be more different, though. Uh. Not, I, it feels like the evil villain, like the evil mm. twin of Mirror The Matrix. Universe. Yes, yeah. exactly, yeah. It's got a little goatee. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> think about it. little goatee. Oh, no. <laughs> Doesn't he have, like, five little goatees? What's the situation with that facial hair? Uh, you you have facial hair. How would you shave that? How that would you accomplish a lot of upkeep. that? Okay, That's all right. a lot of upkeep. That's... You have to have a plan. You're mapping it out before you start anything. <laughs> like, you need you need to know what day of the week you're going yeah. to gonna shave it. Like, okay. But that speaks to his character, who is very... He's a meticulous yeah, person, an sure. engineer. He's engineering oh, his facial hair. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it is some engineered hair, yeah. <laughs> it's a look. The Like, this cultural artifact from, uh, released June 30, 1999, summer yep, blockbuster summer, season. Yeah. Uh, here's a thing that I'm sure you don't know, because it surprised me. This, uh, this was your first time seeing Wild Wild West. Sure was. I... You know, there's those movies that you just see too much when you're younger for some reason. Sure. Yeah. This was one of those. Like, this was probably my, my sixth time seeing it, I would guess. <laughs> I don't know why, because I never wanted to watch it. Maybe the first time. You never choose to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just on cable or whatever. Like, yeah. It just, yeah. 
it feels like a very easy movie to throw on if you have a group of people together that you yeah. don't all have the same kind of tastes or whatever. You know what I mean? You can... Because this movie is for nobody. So that's... <laughs> it tries to please everybody and ends up pleasing absolutely nobody. So this Except is... me a little bit. Yeah, at times. <laughs> yeah. When that giant spider comes along. Ooh, baby. Uh, this movie is a remake uh, loosely based on the satirical comedy sci-fi steampunk horror spy western TV show of the same name. Absolutely not. <laughs> nope. Pride Pass. From what the 1960s? It's... Oh, for, of the same name. Yeah, The Wild Wild West. Okay. We will talk about that a lot more I later. Bet we will. We're going to talk about the movie first, though. So. <laughs> uh, our director is Barry Sonnenfeld of Men in Black fame, mm-hmm. and I knew that name was familiar, but he's the cinematographer for all the early Coen Brothers movies. Oh. Which is like... But what? how did this movie look bad? How did those... it look so bad? <laughs> okay. Uh, screenplay by two different units, S.S. Wilson and Brent Maddock of Short Circuit and Tremors fame. So oh, nice. Okay. Getting in there with our weird Western area. <laughs> yeah. Right Unexpected monsters in the desert <laughs> vibe. And then uh, what they wrote got thrown out and Jeffrey Price and Peter S. Seaman, who wrote Who Framed Roger Rabbit, came oh, along. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just, just like... Okay. You guys can do good work. I guess I I... <laughs> I'm cherry picking the good stuff out of these guys. <laughs> well, I mean, Roger Rabbit is. I get, I get seeing like, oh, like a goofball desert comedy, mm. and then like a hijinks, like slapstick. Yeah. Like those uh, can work together, but it would be hard. You can see how you get here from yes. those. Yeah. yeah. It's just like the wrong alchemy. What yeah. happened? To I don't want to watch movie. it happen, but yes. <laughs> Uh, this is, uh, in case you didn't know, starring Will Smith. Uh, we got Kevin Klein, Kenneth Branagh at his best, Selma <laughs> Hayek, and Ted Levine. Uh, music is upsettingly by Elmer Bernstein. How dare he? How dare <laughs> he? wrote a lot of bad comedy yeah. music. So. When, we, when we started watching this, as I mentioned, I had never seen it before. And as the credits started up, Nick turned to me and he went, you're going to hate who does the music. You're going to hate this. And, and sure enough, I did. The credits were long enough that you forgot. And then it yeah. came up and you were like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so disappointing. With, of course, the uh, original single. By Will Smith, Wild yes. Wild West. Right, of course. Sampling I Wish, a great song. A, a truly great song. Yeah. So let's uh, blow through what happens in this movie. It's <laughs> because it's a surprising amount happens. That, that's the thing, too. I really have been trying to, like, I was thinking about what to pair with it and, like, what I liked about it and what I didn't like about it. And I just, like, it's like a mirage of a movie where you try and grasp on and you're like, I remember specific visuals but not really the arc of the movie yeah it's teflon you, you can't concentrate on it it's it's like yeah your brain just slides, slides right off, off of it yeah. yeah i yeah i i'm glad you also i thought maybe i was having some kind of neurological damage because i was like we just watched this and for the life of me i don't remember what the central conflict is yeah giant spider, spider? yeah <laughs> that's the central conflict oh good screenwriting okay <laughs> I, yep, uh, take us away. Sure. So it's 1869. It's four years after the end of the Civil War. U.S. Army Captain James T. Jim West and uh, U.S. Marshal Artemis Gordon hunt for ex-Confederate General Bloodbath McGrath. Uh, West is our, this is classic buddy combo. West is the shoot first guy and Gordon is the book smart, go by the books guy. The sneaky guy. Uh, he tries a hypno belt. Uh, West tries to shoot him, uh, but they both fuck it up and... Uh, McGrath gets away. So this is even like, we just watched this I and guess. you look confused. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that the hypno belt is like 
Gordon is is disguised as a woman yeah. and and yeah, not even drag, like actively disguised as a woman. Yes, correct, and it's like where the breasts would be there's a cartoon hypnosis it's not the breast rotating. it's literally a belt it's oh it below. is yeah yeah which why, did why it, wouldn't okay. you just use the your fake boobies because he's very proud of oh, the fake boobs right. he doesn't want to like disturb the sanctity of his meticulously crafted fake boobs anyway. <laughs> yep I, i'm already like are you sure that's what happens <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> Uh, President Ulysses S. Grant informs the two about, uh, these two marshals about the disappearance of America's key scientist and a treasonous plot by McGrath, uh, and gives them the task of finding the scientists. And so we're paired up. It's like some sort of odd couple in here. Womp womp. Uh, they get a fancy train where we see a pile of steampunkin-style gadgets from, uh, Artemis Gordon. Yeah. Everything is steam. What? So steampunk is like, <laughs> you have steam instead of electricity. Is that what the? I think is? that's the general aesthetic. Like that's the world building tack, yeah. right? Is that instead of electricity, everything like the same level of technological advancement happened, but powered by steam instead. Yeah. So you have like, you know, hot air balloons, dirigibles, and things instead of yes. planes or whatever. But yeah. yeah, but it's it's supposed to be more integrated into the fabric of the world building in yeah. steampunk it's just like yes obviously this is technology this is how we live like it's not a it's not a weird li- this is this is presented more as a look what kooky invention this guy dreamed up yeah so like it's like the there's world. magic that exists but only inside this one train car it's a very weird setup only inside kevin klein's mind which is kind of like what i assume our reality is like he's just got magic in there and we're just living our lives oh, i love him yes <laughs> i'm a huge fan of kevin klein so this was a particularly tragic estimate <laughs> made for me. <laughs> but it was also your idea. So. It was my idea. <laughs> Drawing you I, directly under the magic train. I did. <laughs> That's how I want to go, man. If I have to go, let Kevin Klein run me over with a train car. <laughs> Writing that down in your will. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <laughs> right yeah, because electricity exists in all this. Yeah, it's just yeah. Kevin Klein. Yeah, so this isn't proper steampunk. This no, is... and I don't think anyone would lay claim to it in that particular community. But... Even the steampunk community is like, no, we don't want it. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, so we uh, find the head of Thaddeus Morton, who's we saw get killed in the cold open. We look through his eyes using... Basically, camera obscura technologies. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Um, Which I love. I do think this is a cool... Like, that's a cool bit, Honestly, yeah. if they had just hit the gas a little harder, and maybe if Peter Seaman had a longer reign on the <laughs> script, and they had just gone full Roger Rabbit, I think they could have leaned yes. a lot harder into the, like, goofy, almost magical element and made it like a, a you know the wild west but weird yeah that's like, exactly I what i think they had yeah. yeah anyway this feels like a remnant like a leftover of that because it's cartoon logic right yep. the it's last cartoon- thing you see is imprinted on your eyes so why not just shine a light through your eyeballs yeah like it's duh in a in a movie of long scenes that don't need to be as long as they are this is like <laughs> a perfect little efficient like yeah it works like this and, oh, yeah, cameras capture, uh, eyes capture things upside down, so we need to turn his head around. It's just such like, a, yeah, yeah, like. That's great. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're going to do this. No? All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> the only neat bit. <laughs> yeah. And it's all wrapped up in a two-minute scene. Yes. Uh, but it tells them that uh, an ex-Confederate soldier who was thought dead but is just blown in half um, 
Which, to be fair, I would also think someone was dead. It's, it's good reason to think somebody's dead. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Arliss Loveless, uh, he's a, a southern man. Uh, <laughs> it's already a better accent, or a more <laughs> consistent accent than Kenneth Murano was doing. Um, he's uh, got a, he's having a party, a, a coming out, like a re-emerging from death party, yes. which is also great. That's which insane. I also didn't really clock that that's what it was for, was yeah. to be like... I've lived, bitch. Like, that's what this party is? Yep. I thought he was just having a soiree. And this is after Lincoln's dead, so this is a mm. real, like, haha, buddy. Yep. <laughs> just kidding, man. So our pair infiltrate Loveless's plantation. Uh, Gordon rescues uh, Rita Escobar, who was in a birdcage. Like, what? what is this plot for? I love Selma Hayek to death. She's yep. great. I don't understand what the character is doing in nope. the movie. Like, I would almost be less egregious to just have no women in this movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? As opposed to be like, uh, and then we'll... We'll throw in a woman. I don't know. Throw People in like a pair of boobs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, but, uh, like every single thing that... You know how in Indiana Jones uh, in, in Raiders... He doesn't need to be there. Like, all of the oh, events yeah. of the movie would have happened with or without him. Yeah. Salma Hayek is that for this movie. That where like much. Doesn't matter. Wouldn't and have changed any piece of the, the plot. I know it's for plot, but adding insult to injury, where Ted Levine earlier on picks Kevin Klein over Salma Hayek, that's just a, like, that's an insane moment. That tells you that fiction is... This is a world unlike any we've experienced. <laughs> I already don't remember what you're talking it's about. It's one of the first scenes. Don't worry about it. it. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's right. Hey, that's how good Kevin Klein is. How dare you? We're going to fight about this off mic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember. Yeah, exactly. Just go for the magical element. Yeah. It's fine. Anyway. But Rita wants them to rescue who she says is his her father, Guillermo Escobar, who gets name dropped a few times as like a very famous son. He's one of the sons. Sure. Yes. Uh, we get Will Smith and Kevin Branagh making... Ke- Kevin... Ke- Kenneth <laughs> Branagh. Oh, I see. Too many K-names. Uh, bantering back and forth, making uh, sly race slave and uh, <laughs> disabled people jokes back and right, forth. Right, yes. Just a lot of like, okay, okay. <laughs> like, I don't love it, but I appreciate how committed the writers were to it. I suppose. <laughs> Like, what were we, what was this like to see on the big screen in 1999? Like, are people laughing or is it it just like, (laughs) (laughs) that's all you're hearing? A gentle sneeze somewhere trying, someone tries to cover. The sound of someone opening a bag of licorice bits. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. Um, But I skipped over Loveless bursts out of Lincoln's head, which is, that's the I lived bitch. That's, yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, later on, Lovelace holds a demonstration of his newest weapon, a steam-powered tank, uh, and angers McGrath by using it to kill all of, uh, McGrath's con- soldiers, which, I mean, the worst person you know making a good point, killing Confederate people, like, <laughs> sure, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty gruesome, too, that it yeah. cuts, you know, to the soldiers and, like, all, like they're waiting around to, to see Lovelace and McGrath, yeah. and a lot of them are, like, clearly 15. Yeah. You know? Which is a real... I will say for this movie, I'm sure it was a 100% by accident, Mm. but they do, they don't shy away from the, like, oh, the Civil War is over. That doesn't mean everybody, everything is fixed. Yeah. Yeah, It's just like, yeah, people will still take any excuse to burn down majority black towns or... You know, use fifteen-year-olds for cadden fodder. Like it's, you know, <laughs> yeah. nothing is actually better now. So I, 
do at least I will give them credit for that piece. I of can it. hear and you like, trying. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I want to find the good in this. I it does it does at least go for the like. It does just because the Civil War is over doesn't mean that a black man can walk into a party and be like accepted by the white people there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's the only nice thing I'll say. About it. <laughs> and moving on to the not nice stuff. Um, yeah, uh, Tank kills everybody. Uh, Loveless shoots McGrath, leaves him for dead. Uh, Love, uh, but then our heroes find McGrath and tells them, kind of gives them a bit of a lowdown on what's going on. Sends our heroes on the next leg of their quest. But uh, we find out that, like, McGrath is known for massacring a largely black new freed slave village. And it turns out it was actually Loveless. Okay. All right. (laughs) He truly is Loveless. (laughs) Oh, I get it. Uh, I'm just going to shout out quickly his, he has his, like, bevy of beauties that are his assistants. And one is named Munisha, and she's the gun one. That's so funny. (laughs) So stupid. I think he has, like, a, an Austrian one who can lip-read yeah. from, like, far away, and that's how he, like, spies on people. Her name is Lippenreader. <laughs> yep, that's right. Sure. Fuck it. Literally, just, why not? You know what? I think they <laughs> might not be their birth names. So I'm going <laughs> to... Yeah, this has real human trafficking <laughs> yeah, vibes it does, to it. Ooh, it. You get a new name. He's oh, a known human trafficker. Uh, yeah. There you go. Okay. Uh, so the three... Uh, we got Rita, Gordon, and and uh, literally already West. forgot she was uh, yeah, involved. No, I'm, yeah, like struggling to remember. This. <laughs> um, catch up with Loveless on the Wanderer. We have a like a train chase sequence that's kind I of like fun. I like that. Yeah, yeah it's it neat. Kind of fun. But wackiness ensues, and Gordon's inventions knock out everybody. Uh, West and Gordon wake up as Loveless pulls away in their train, taking Rita hostage. Uh, and they got big magnetic collars on their necks. The same one we saw in the beginning. Yeah, which this is this is the thing that like the thing I remember from the movie. Sure, is this sequence yes. where we get? Well, it opens with the magnetic collar. Like you think it's going to be more of a plot point than it kind of ends up being. No, it's just vague foreshadowing of. You're gonna get stuck in a field. <laughs> ah. <laughs> the American like, dream. I don't know. Handcuffs exist. Like, you can just bolt someone to a wall. Shoot them in the head. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I have many solutions for you, sir. You don't need to invent magnetic collars. This is just classic spy stuff, though. So, like, you can't make the same... You can make all the same arguments for James Bond things. Quite honestly, the, the, like, stable of women who each have a different skill and they all have specific names plus all these gadgets. This is a worse James Bond (laughs) film, for real. (laughs) I think that was on the poster. (laughs) Two stars. (laughs) If you like James Bond, you might like this. (laughs) Good luck, fuckos. (laughs) Uh, and uh, Loveless takes off to capture President Grant. Uh, we get Weston Gordon bumbling over each other as they try to escape the magnetic saw blades. And <laughs> an extended sequence of them getting magneted to each other. Uh, comedy ensues, but they escape. I feel like if you have to say comedy ensues, <laughs> it implies something. might not ensue. <laughs> I am, we're dragging the hell in this movie. It is still a dumbass fun time to watch. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's, again, you can watch it six times on TV and not worry about it. Because it's you fine. won't absorb a single thing that yeah, happens. And yeah. it's, it like, will it's not brand change new. your life in any material way. <laughs> uh, 
But uh, they escape and they literally stumble across Loveless's private railroad in the center of a deserted desert. This is the one thing I think the magnetic color is cool for. Yes. It shows them by accident where, like you're in the desert, it shows them where the train tracks are. Yeah. Which I, you know, you know from my yelling about westerns that I really enjoy this like, <laughs> you know, imposing civilization, quote unquote, on the wilderness, quote unquote. Yeah. And the t- trains being like the main defining feature of of winning the west mm. quote unquote and it's you know it's literally leading them back to civilization or whatever mm. like you're putting the i don't know i i think that's a, a kind of cool bit i'll give it to him yeah that that at least feels like you're rewarding because gordon's like i'm gonna hang on to this because you never know when it'll come in handy yes, and then yeah. he gets dragged like because he's got a curious mind he you does. love that he... and it feels like the one time one of the maybe three times in this movie that there's actually something that happens that wouldn't happen outside a Western. This movie oh, isn't a Western for all intents no. and purposes. It doesn't fucking matter that they <laughs> decided to have it be this flavor, except for this one bit mm. that I will give them. Fair enough. Fair yes. enough. I will also point out this is, uh, these scenes are where there's really awful rear projection stuff happens where it's like the lighting is just like you can tell there's just a lamp in their face (laughs) (laughs) it's very like recent disney yeah like yeah just okay just make it so we can see them so we can do the rear projection later (laughs) looks like death on the nile that clip that's going around (laughs) oh yeah man yeah just we're like almost 100 years into rear projection at this point like we still have not figured it out somehow uh, uh, anyway, it's fine. The railroad leads them to Spider Canyon, where they witness a giant spider. <laughs> I mean, you named it Spider Canyon, yeah, you guys. Kinda. Do you think Loveless wandered around like, "Where's the perfect aha"? <laughs> or did he name it Spider Canyon? I'm guessing he named it. Just like he seems like the type that'll be like, "I'll write it on a map," and people are like, "Hey, what's up with Spider Canyon?" And then when they see the spider, they'll be like, "Oh, I know." That's just kind of how maps worked back then. Anyway, someone would be like, "Do you know where we are?" And they'll be like, "Um." River Junction. Yeah. And then that's it forever. <laughs> Sandy Desert. Um, now, yeah, you hadn't seen this before, and you didn't know the giant spider was a thing. I didn't know there was going to be a giant mechanical spider in the movie. So would you say this was your favorite part of the movie? This is far and away my favorite part of the movie, and I realize that for a lot of other people, it's the stupidest possible part of the movie. I love it. I'm so tickled that it exists in this movie and that they finally, like, this feels like they took the lever and they just ratcheted it all the way up. To silly steampunk. Yes, that's what I wanted from this movie. Would it surprise you to know that, like, the spider was in, like, every trailer, every marketing... Really? Yeah, they really, like... They glommed onto, oh, we got one good thing. Yeah, I'll bet they did. <laughs> okay. I know it's on now. I know it's on the poster. But mm. again, this movie is almost crafted from real movie parts, but it's not a movie itself that I kind of didn't... I've seen the poster. Didn't register the giant spider on the poster. <laughs> and, like, the big spider on the saw blade didn't, didn't like, I twig mean, your I memory? I mean, he was, like, spider-themed. I thought it was ironic because he had lost his legs. Oh, you know, I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. You're thinking harder about this movie than I am. That's honestly kind of what I thought the reveal was going to be, was that he had built himself like a set of spider legs. Kind of, yeah, he, he and, did. Yeah. yeah. Boston Dynamics, bitch. <laughs> yeah, really got. Uh, so, yeah, definitely my favorite part. It's all downhill from here. It is. I'm, I'm so sorry. Downhill on a rickety spider. That you're, yes. Yep. <laughs> This is 
really an all-terrain spider too. It can get out of a canyon. That's not bad. Yeah. Out of a canyon can go. It, it can only not handle sheer faces. That seems to be yes. the one thing it can't do. Yeah. Uh, Loveless uses a spider to capture President Grant and Gordon, who is imitating President Grant, right. which I, I enjoy his Grant persona. It's I, fun. Yeah. yeah. Kevin Klein's having a good time. Uh, West is shot and left for dead, but he's wearing an impermeable, so he's fine. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Which is so cute. Kevin Klein's character is like knitting this, you know, chainmail chain shirt on the train. Uh, Love that. And his complex Loveless announces his plan, which is to dissolve the United States, dividing the territory among Great Britain, France, Spain, Me- New Mexico, or Old Mexico. <laughs> just Mexico. Just Mexico. <laughs> we just say Mexico. <laughs> and uh, and uh, the First Nations people there, and uh, Loveless himself gets a little tracked as well. <laughs> it's but funny the... because his part's the biggest. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't take the south. Like you're a southern guy. What are you doing? You want yeah, the north? Yeah, all your infrastructure is there. Oh, but you know what? They all their shit got bombed to hell. Like they, oh, that's they, true. You want to keep the north? Yeah. And I feel now they've said it loud. That's insult to injury. Being like, and now I own you. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Grant refuses to surrender, and Loveless orders Gordon to be executed. Uh, I, this feels like a, I'll uh, kill 100 hostages every minute for that you don't <laughs> yeah. sign, like that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, which this was a, like, I, I'll mix up my history and uh, fiction at this point, but, like, plans like this were, like, there were spies from the UK and France that were like, we will find ways to manipulate politicians to get land back from the U.S. was oh, happening. Was it really? Before this, though. So oh, I think okay. this is well out of their system by this time. So, like, after the... What's the one where uh, the U.S. fought the Brits? The, that one. That's, like, 1776, isn't that one? I don't know about sure. U.S. history. Yeah. But, like, you, the French supported the Confederacy. Like, that that level of stuff <laughs> occurred. So, like... Dinger. All yeah, right. This is this old... kind of, in fact. Okay. In a way. The only thing I really know about this is via like Bonnie Prince Charlie's oh yeah all whole that Scottish deal. stuff yeah, yeah where they got fucked because the French were like ah oh, we could help Scotland or we could help the U S we choose to help the U S and so Scotland was just left standing there like guys do you have any ships guys don't trust the French <laughs> hey <laughs> as a good portion of my family it's true <laughs> uh, jokes jokes jokes. Um, anyway, yes, carving yeah. up the states, threatening to shoot Gordon is the first one. Yep, okay. uh, and then we get what I think is the lowest point of this movie: Will Smith doing a very unconvincing <laughs> belly dance, which it certainly feels interminable. It does. Everybody sitting around, like, what do they think is happening? <laughs> what does Loveless think is happening? Yeah. What <laughs> do you th- do? You honestly think that this man has gotten this far by? Being like, anyone can just waltz right up to me. That's fine. Totally. <laughs> like, I can I can kind of understand the audience having, like, bystander effect of just like, sure. oh, if this wasn't a thing, someone he would... W- he would, yeah. yeah, shut it down. But you've turned Loveless from, you're trying to make him a villain, into, he's, like, a literal, he's become Pepe Le Pew. Like, he's yeah. a literal <laughs> cartoon skunk. I realize that he, he's the bad guy, and you're supposed I just, it just feels like... This is the worst possible plan, and it, the only reason it's really even in the movie is because Kevin Klein has this wardrobe full of, <laughs> like, women's yes, clothing. yeah. I, I guess. Yeah, that's really it. <laughs> I do like the detail that Will Smith took the time to put on makeup, to do his eye makeup. <laughs> Gotta play the it's part. It's not bad. It's yeah, not bad. It's good. <laughs> For a first go. Yeah, uh, yeah, I couldn't do that now. I'm so <laughs> out of practice. Uh, so... <laughs> 
fighting madness, Loveless retreats to his giant spider and takes Grant with him to, like, just blow up towns until Grant signs the thing, basically. Which he should have just been doing in the first place, right? Is that not... Um, but I, so we blow up a town. I do love that in the town, the only surviving building is the Lucky Hotel. Yeah, That's great. good for it. <laughs> uh, Gordon invents the concept of flight, uh, and uses his Air Gordon flying machine. <laughs> like, this is the 1999 of it all. Like, how can you make yeah. an Air Jordan joke? <laughs> <laughs> uh. And it's not even... R- related to shoes, like no. I, I get that that's the reason they have air in the pun, but like, yeah, it's it's an infuriating <laughs> bit. <laughs> uh, we bomb the spider. We land on the spider. Will Smith fights some henchmen. He, oh, what does he say to the knife guy? Like that was a real like. Oh yeah. I went blind briefly. <laughs> you passed out. He, the the knife guy's attacking him. He's got a lot of dudes who know kung fu. <laughs> And like, no, or no, Taekwondo. This guy's doing Taekwondo on him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And is that the kick one? Yeah. Yeah. The kick one. This We're... has been martial arts nowhere hour. <laughs> Edutainment. <laughs> yeah. Always going back to there our core is. mission statement. <laughs> Edutainment. Not knowing facts. <laughs> um, and then he, Will Smith, manages to like wrap a, a chain around his neck and like use that to kick him out the door. And he goes, yeah. okay, no more Mr. Knife <laughs> Guy. <laughs> <laughs> your your eyes just rolled so far back uh, in your head. I, <laughs> I can't. There are no words. No, so it's fine. We can I'll just right let that lot. one go. <laughs> uh, so he takes on the henchmans, and then he takes on the real mans. Uh, Loveless grows some spider legs, and they fight. Um, it. Uh, I mean, I joke, but it does look exactly like the Boston Dynamics robot. It does. Yeah. It's got the same like setup of like the joints of the legs. Yeah. yeah. They're reversed on either side and like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is the future. This could happen to you. <laughs> uh, Gordon uh, beats up some women, uh, frees Grant, <laughs> um, shoots one of Loveless's hydraulic legs, which uh, gives West the upper hand. Um, then big climax stuff. Loveless is going to fall. Will Smith is also going to fall. Oh, yeah. The spider is dangling over the edge of a cliff. Yeah, it's right. all very exciting. Oh, drama. Uh, but... The heroes win. Yeah, somehow. I literally don't remember how. He dumps uh, Loveless out of his wheelchair and then lands on the hanging knife guy, I think, is what it is. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Gross. And then he says, now that's what I call a whooping. Because there's a lot of talk about whooping one's ass. Yeah. Yeah. I just want you to know both of us are just (laughs) stone-faced. Describing these jokes, they're like anti-jokes. Well, like I don't hate this movie as much as I should. A perverted <laughs> part of me likes some parts of it, just for how I think this is just the nostalgia factor of I saw this and when it came out when That's I was thirteen. That's totally or fair. Yeah, uh, it's not good, but boy, it does it pass <laughs> the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, President Grant promotes Gordon and West as the first agents of the United States Secret Service. And uh, they get the mechanical yeah. spider as their home base. <laughs> Which is awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> I feel like that's a direct line to, like, the, the modern-day CIA. You can see <laughs> Hoover, like, wandering around the desert in a spider. Well, that and you, fun fact, I don't know if you know this, but the Pentagon is built around the spider, just, like, laid down, and they built <laughs> yeah. the infrastructure around it. It's what's and powering one day, the Pentagon. Oh, the Pentagon. shit. <laughs> We're going to get a Godzilla out of this, aren't we? <sighs> wild, uh, wild west. <laughs> wiki, wiki. Wild, wild west. I just, yep. Yeah. 
So you had suggested this one. Yes, I did. This uh, is my fault. Yes. But it, it's not like, this is a real, like, oh, missed it when it happened, and, like, you don't need to watch every movie by any means. But, like, it is it is truly, you want to see what bog-standard churning stuff out 1999 movies were like? Yes. This is the perfect no, encapsulation. Yes, yeah. If you were, if you, like, grew up at a certain time, this is just, you would see five of these every summer because your hmm. friends' birthday parties. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? This is just what you would do with your time yeah. and your free money. Like, your free money. This is Canada, but allowance. we don't get yeah. yet. <laughs> I'm trying to say allowance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that feels right. I mean, I this feels wrong of me to say, but this doesn't seem like it's that different from The Mummy. Really? No, not really. It's just, just everyone is much more likable in the mummy and like there's so I feel like they were having fun on the mummy. It yeah. doesn't feel like anyone was having fun they on were this not. movie. They okay. were not. Nobody <laughs> oh, had a good this, time. Right? Yes. <laughs> okay, because that comes across. It really <laughs> I don't know. I think it's um is it iRobot where mm. the maybe apocryphal story is Will Smith kind of you know it's it's based on on an asimov story and it's very like what does it mean to be alive yeah. what's the what's the root of the soul and yeah. of like moral judgment and and then will smith charges into the writer's room and is like you have to rewrite the script because i have to save the world in every movie <laughs> like literally that's yep. and yeah that's exactly what's going on here yes and it feels like he did this but he's embarrassed by the result like he also went into this writer's room and was like i have to save the world but then they were resentful of him saying that so they made him an idiot yeah <laughs> You know what I mean? That, uh, yeah, I, I agree with your summation. Like, that seems exactly right. Yeah, there's, like, no likable characters in this at all. Kinda, kinda, Gordon. Like, he's the closest, right? The closest, but he's definitely just, like, also kind of dumb. Yeah. Like, he shouldn't be a U.S. Marshal. He should just be a little tinkerer. <laughs> you know? This is, yeah, yeah. Uh, militarizing the private inventor <laughs> sector. Classic. <laughs> big, big, you know... That that was a that was a thing you could be at that time. Yeah, things hadn't been invented. We yeah. needed someone to. Yeah, <laughs> we needed we needed stuff. We needed trains needed to go faster than twenty miles per hour. We needed. Uh... <laughs> no, but then women's uteruses will fall out. <laughs> That's right. Egg. They could catch hysteria. <laughs> if you haven't ever read about like what bicycles and and trains oh, like the fight to keep women off of bicycles and trains, honestly, it's the funniest fucking thing you could read about. That is a good, if you want to read weird history stuff, that's a great... Yes, this period The history of, of the bicycle is a fascinating one. <laughs> yes. And uh, this, yeah, this, like, you know, we're trying to industrialize the United States is as <laughs> chaotic and throw everything at the wall a time as 1999 was for movies, quite yeah, honestly. <laughs> there is... Yeah. Try everything. Who knows? Who knows what'll stick? We've talked about this a lot where 1999 movies feel like... Everybody is earnestly trying their asses off in a way that we've never yes. seen We haven't since. quite gotten back to. We're just always talking about, like, oh, Y2K was coming, so everyone thought the world was going to end. <laughs> so they were just like, yeah, the studio was letting everybody do whatever they wanted. Or at the very least, everything was going to be so different after yeah. the year 2000, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alas, no. <laughs> it did get different, but in the worst possible worst ways. Possible yeah. <laughs> I will mention that uh, the Wild Wild West... Um, Will Smith song is on the album Willennium. Oh, believe me, I know. <laughs> I was in elementary school in like the mid to late nineties, and that was every time you got on a bus, someone was playing this. This, was, yeah. Yep. No oh, time I know. to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder we all just gave up on life. <laughs> you hit thirty, and you're like, no, it's over. 
I promised you I would tell you about the TV show. This is yes. Oh my god, I've been I've been trying not to ask about it, mm. but like, what? What? So the Wild Wild West was a TV show in the '60s, ran from '65 to '69. Okay. Uh, starring Robert Conrad as Jim West and Ross Martin as Artemis Gordon. Okay. Ran for four seasons, 104 episodes, two movies. Uh, <laughs> TV movies, TV movies. Oh, okay. Uh, the they which were called the Wild Wild West Revisited and more Wild Wild West. <laughs> wilder, Wilder West. <laughs> yeah, I think that if they did Come a third on, guys. one. That's, <laughs> and the fourth one, Wildest West. Uh it is like I initially saw this as like, oh, it was probably just like a Western There were TV so show. many Western TV shows. But this is during the period of Westerns are no longer cool. popular yeah. or cool. So what this was was we want to do a spy show that's a Western. So the pit, okay. the like elevator pitch was James Bond in the Old West. That's, okay, I can see coming at it from that yeah. angle. Sure. So pretty much all the things you like about this movie were the core ideas of the TV show. <laughs> okay, a new TV show on the run. <laughs> but there were like horror elements. There's a couple of those. There was a, there's like time travel involved, so <laughs> oh, it gets boy. really sci-fi-y. Okay, all right. Um, it's also satirical because it's taking a lot of current, then current uh, people and making fun of them or doing yeah. a thing like, uh, I'll talk about, the current political figures that are being cast as like uh, uh, sound alike uh, to like make fun of like Henry Kissinger has oh, oh, made oh. fun of it in it. Um, <laughs> good. Yeah, so this is a good TV show. We like. I, it. This sounds genuinely more interesting than this movie. It's considered the main pioneering mainstream source of uh, steampunk aesthetics. Oh, dope! Uh, oh, wow! Okay. And steampunk ideas because this is like all the steampunky gadgets in this are references to the TV show. Okay. For the most part. Not, okay. not entirely. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't think they invented flying or anything like that. But, uh, the, <laughs> maybe they did in one of the time travel episodes. Maybe, like that yeah. vibe. Yeah. The like knife boot that is, yeah. that's a classic of the TV show. There's... That feels like a classic James Bond thing too. Yeah. But okay. this is exactly it. It's spy stuff. And it's about mm. foreign actors trying to take over the US. Like that. Okay. that's what they're doing. Yeah. Um, huh. Loveless is the main nemesis in it. He was played by Michael Dunn, who was uh, a man who had dwarfism. Uh, he cited as a major inspiration in this role to up-and-coming uh, actors who also had dwarfism. Oh, okay. um, If you know Zelda Rubenstein, I know I know her from the Poltergeist yeah, yeah, series. Yeah, yeah. She cites, like, Michael Dunn was the reason she started, like, actively Going pursuing acting. acting. Yeah. She's like, oh, hey, we we as a, like... A community, community can, can actually, this. yeah. yeah. Uh, can get cast. But, I mean, I don't imagine it was a particularly sensitive portrayal because his henchman was Richard Keel. Uh, oh wow so they're doing yeah. yeah but the reason Richard Keel was cast is because they were like oh he's a henchman in James Bond movies yeah people will know the shorthand his character's <laughs> name is hilarious he plays Voltaire <laughs> Richard Keel as Voltaire in a role like sentence and a half for those that like Batman 1966, it shared a lot of the same recurring uh, guest stars. Yeah. Oh, really? So, like, I'm not going to go super in-depth, but I know this will delight you. Victor oh, Buono was there. <gasps> yeah. He played a black magic wizard uh, yeah. <laughs> as, a like, a one-off uh, villain. And in, I think, the last TV movie, he plays Henry Messenger, and that's Henry Kissinger. Oh! Him. And he is, like, he's Victor Buonoing, so he yeah, is yeah, being yeah. a huge effeminate... Huge ham, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh really burning Kissinger down. Uh, Good. 
The TV show was ultimately canceled for two different reasons. Uh, one of them was Robert Conrad did all of his own stunts. He was like a stunt man who was also a, a leading man. Okay. And he nearly died in a in a stunt which like destroyed the production and shooting schedules. Oh, and geez. Set them so far back. But okay. this was also when Congress was doing like we are going to pass laws to say that TV can't be as violent. And, oh. Uh, the owners of of the Wild Wild West reached out and like, look, we'll cancel our most violent one. That'll make you happy. Oh, boo, yeah. boo. Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that'll do it. Congress. Uh, so that that's uh, just a little bit of, of the Wild Wild West. I just, I was amazed to, like, it's never covered in the credits anywhere, and for good reason. They were trying to do the thing of, like, it's an adaptation, so we don't really need to pay the people that did the original <laughs> <laughs> Oh, mm, there it is. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, God, like, that's... That's so much more direct a ripoff than, for instance, the mummy is of yeah. the original mummy. Oh yeah, like, like literally... there was like source material before the mummy, the first one anyway. Like yeah, like you're literally fuck? doing one of the plots of an episode. Yeah, that's what the plot of this movie is. <laughs> but extended okay. over an awfully that... interminable. <laughs> that definitely feels right to how little actually happens mm. in the movie plot wise. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to wrap my head around this TV show, and it's uh, you don't get there. So there's no Voltaire, Richard Keel, in this. Right. Obviously, we have uh, Lovelace's bevy of beauty, <laughs> uh, along with him. Uh, and in like the eleventh hour, they added in the henchman that Will Smith fights because they got to like the ending of, and they're like writing how the ending's gonna tie up. And they're like, oh, we're just gonna have our heroes just beat up a bunch of women at the end, and that's how it ends. <laughs> like, okay, we gotta do something. About oh, this. Okay. <laughs> so funny even they could recognize a problem all right uh, but uh so i wanted to give you that little highlight but the main reason i wanted to talk about today is a new segment i'd love to drop on you it's really about like just we're taking something that is you know not good but we still love to watch it in a way and we love to watch it because it's a train wreck <laughs> it's a freakish affair uh when a film does so poorly that it infects the universe around it and everybody involved uh, we're sickos, though. We love to eat it up. So come along and gawk. Welcome to Nightmare Alley. <laughs> Do not sue us. <laughs> but Yay. this movie did so poorly that it, like, made other movies around it perform worse. Oh, no. It infected careers. Like, it, it made people come out of retirement to talk about how much they didn't like a thing. Like, here oh, we go. Boy. So I just got loads of little highlights here oh, for Oh, please. You. So this released the same weekend as South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we all know Wild Wild West bombed super duper hard. Okay. Um, did not make its money back. I actually don't think that I did know that. Mm. I... Yeah, it's got that weird cultural longevity. I assumed it had made some money. No, I think it, like, it managed to break even with overseas stuff, but I okay. think it's, like... A okay. difference of like 80 million budget to 15 million box office Ooh. kind of thing. Brutal. Yeah, quite brutal. Um, so South Park comes out the same weekend. It's rated a hard R. Yeah. Wild Wild West is rated PG. <laughs> it is, there is like, there were studies done on this and reports and all that. Uh, it is firmly believed that a large portion, the majority of tickets sold to Wild Wild West were actually kids who were sneaking into South oh, Park. Oh, of course. Which undercut their sales numbers well, because people course. were sneaking in and why South Park didn't perform very well because you had to take like <sighs> two-thirds of Wild Wild West's boss office and <laughs> attribute it to South Park. It should actually belong to South Park. Yeah, just oh. so funny. That's unfortunate for everybody. Yeah. 
there is a tie-in video game to Wild Wild oh, West. Oh, no! Released for PC called Wild Wild West, The Steel Assassin, which is okay. the plot of an episode of the TV show. I have to assume. It was planned to be ported to PlayStation, uh, and then when the movie bombed so hard, they like liquidated all their staff and fired everybody. <gasps> oh, no! <laughs> I, I, side note, whenever anyone says liquidated, I know what they mean, but I picture the dip from <laughs> Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Seems excessive, but all right. No, I get you. So this is the plot of the game. Five years after the assassina- assassination of Ashton Abraham Ashton. Lincoln's <laughs> Lincoln singular. <laughs> oh my God! There was more than one. <laughs> uh, between the tension between North and South is rising again. President Grant has received a death threat, and it's up to the U.S. Army Captain James West and U.S. Army Marshal Artemis Gordon to save him. Uh, due to a bug making all of the dialogue trees invisible on modern-day computers, only the two levels with Artemis Gordon, the first two levels in the game, can be completed, and then it just stops. You can't go any further. What's the bug? The bug is that all of the you dialogue trees disappear. Oh, you so can't see. So you can't see. select anything oh, for to continue. It wasn't a bug in the initial release of the game, but oh. pretty much immediately afterward, which made the game unplayable. Nobody bought anything. Yeah. This, the uh, owners of the, oh, I didn't write down who actually made the video game, but they lost everything, had to sell it off. Like, Wild Wild West destroyed this company. Yeah, took it down. <laughs> wow. Oh. How how far after the fact did they make this video game? Too was it like released at the same time? Released as the at movie? the same time, like uh, it was released in ahead of the movie. Sure. And then it was supposed to be and coming out with the movie is the PlayStation version later this oh, year. Oh, I see. And okay. they were like halfway through the port and like pull the plug, we're done. Oh, brutal! <laughs> yeah. Oh no. So Robert Conrad, Robert Conrad was the star of the Wild Wild West. He played Jim West uh, and was reportedly offered a cameo as President Grant in this. He was supposed to be President Grant. (laughs) But they asked him to come and read for it. He looked at the script and hated it. And so he was like, no, I'm not being any part of it. And that's the reason Kevin Klein plays two parts. (laughs) Oh, shit. Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. I'm just now... You're just now noticing that... Nobody plays President Grant. That's that's Kevin Kevin Klein Klein both times? Yeah. He's really good. He's really good! <laughs> See how good he is? What the f- <laughs> He's so good. You're doing the Gene Parmesan ah reaction right now. <laughs> Kevin Klein is my Gene Parmesan whenever I see him. Ah! <laughs> Okie dokie. I so. love, you know what's so stupid too? My idiot brain was like, wow, they really cast someone who looked like Kevin Klein. I, to be fair, I had to check afterward. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, so well it was done. supposed to be Robert Conrad. Sure, okay, and that's literally why? <laughs> that is, to my understanding, when Robert Conrad wasn't going to do it, they were like, uh, well, we can't really cast a rando for this. Let's weave it into the plot and make it Kevin Klein. And so that's okay. like, All so right. much of the writing of this is a, like, we're encountering this problem, let's just write in a solution <laughs> uh, into the script. Let's do a workaround. <laughs> why can't you cast a rando? Who cares? I don't know. I, maybe right. they were too far along in production. Uh, maybe... Okay. Nobody was felt right for it. Maybe they had... I could see going, like, this is going to be Robert Conrad. And then when it's not that, they're like, oh, okay, we need to do something that... Because Robert Conrad knows that it was going to be for him, we have to, like, save face by... Do it like I, I could see. He already all of this. hates you. It's fine. Yes, he does. So let's talk about more of that. Uh, he was outspoken in his criticism of the film, which he saw as a comedic showcase for Will Smith with little in common with the original series. Well, yeah. Yeah, which He's is right. <laughs> that's the thing that comes out. Uh, so the release weekend, he did a press tour just <gasps> trashing this movie. Oh, he did a 
reverse press tour? Yeah. So he's like, there's a big story in the <laughs> what New a York. Bitch. <laughs> Oh, people don't do this enough anymore. There's a big story in the New York <laughs> Post that gets cited a lot oh that was like God. pulled into other papers in the reviews of this movie. In the opening. <laughs> oh my God. So his, and it's not like the producers have spare money to pay this guy off to stop he's doing it. Not affiliated, so he can say whatever he wants. That's marvelous. Uh, movie releases June 30th. He does his big story July 3rd, so it's right on the. <laughs> The mm-hmm. word of mouth cusp where you need yes. to have good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so the release oh, wow. spike in, he says, quote, I think the casting of Will Smith is the issue. I appreciate his popularity. However, I'd prefer an actor with more or any athletic prowess. What? <laughs> He's what? a good comedian, but just not my choice to play my role. Best would be a Wesley Snipes body with a Denzel Washington head. <laughs> Robert, you don't have to say everything <laughs> out loud. Just say Wesley Snipes. That's enough. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. We get that you think these two men are handsome. <laughs> sure. Uh, you know, um, I've put a lot of thought into this. A lot of thought into this. <laughs> what I'd like to do. But, like, Blade okay. is just coming out with Wesley Snipes. Yeah, yeah, so totally. he's it makes total sense. Just way. say Denzel Washington. I don't know. What the fuck? And no, weird... I must make a homunculus to play <laughs> Captain West. And, like... <laughs> And just a weird thing to say about Will Smith, one of the most in shape people in the world at the time, that, like, not athletic enough. Like, I guess he's, what? like, kind of skinny. Like, he's I think leaner, the thing is... I guess, but, like... Will Smith is no... Like, Robert Conrad is picturing a person who can do the stunts like he did. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, right, because he's a stunt guy. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So okay. that's what he's thinking of. Oh, oh, so this... You got the classic stunt guy thing of, like, well, he can't actually do this. Yeah, stunt exactly. Guy. Okay. Did you know he doesn't do his own stunt? <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> that's what this press tour was, right? Yeah. yeah. Weird. He also criticized... Or, no, sorry. Last thing I said about Will Smith was that uh, the only way the movie could succeed is based upon Will Smith's charisma, and that it failed really hard, so that's a burn on Will Smith. <laughs> Maybe. But he did go on to say, like, I do really like Will Smith. I just think he's it's awful not... for this role. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And I mean, like, he's kind of right. Yeah. I don't think that, that like, Will Smith is doing his best on this movie. No, he I is don't know. not. He, like, you, he does, Will Smith has charisma. We all totally. know Totally, we are all well aware. He is not bringing it to the screen in this one. No. It, it almost does, like I said, it feels like this I have to be the coolest guy in the room mm. vibe, which is sort of... Not like if if, if the charisma is gonna shine through, it has to be not obscured by this weird like tough guy thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's no good. I agree, Robert Gordon. <laughs> Robert Conrad. Oh, oh, sorry. White guy names. What are you gonna do? <laughs> he, speaking of white guys, he criticized the casting of Branna as a, a double amputee rather than actually casting a little person actor in the role that was written for a little person. Uh, sure. Uh, or an amputee. Or an, yeah, that's also a good choice. Uh, so, quote, Michael Dunn did such a great job playing Dr. Loveless. He was by far the best villain of the show. There are so many talented dwarf actors out there, but they wanted Kenneth Branagh for some reason. <laughs> wow. This guy's just reading everyone in this movie for filth. I so love funny. it. Uh, he talked to Barry Sonnenfeld about, like, helping out with the writing, to be a consultant on it. Oh, Barry Sonnenfeld said, no, this is going to be my movie. Yeah. Uh, so he took issue with that. Womp womp. Uh, so Conrad stated that he disliked the film and that contractually he owed, he was owed a share of money on merchandising that he was not paid because it wasn't actually credited to adapting the yeah. TV show. Yeah, right. Um, Which I love. You can just be like, it's not. 
So you don't have to pay. Like, that's not how it works. He also had a long-standing feud with the producer, John Peters. Oh. Quote, he was dating my 17-year-old daughter, <gasps> saying he was divorced when he wasn't. And then he went on to say, I threatened to kick his ass. In hindsight, I probably should not have. <laughs> oh, no, you definitely should have actually done it. <laughs> when asked if he Gross. actually watched the movie, Conrad said, will I go see this movie? Not in my lifetime. <laughs> This is what they will show me in hell. <laughs> wow. I want to watch a movie about the making of this movie. It's <laughs> just Robert Conrad watching, walking around set being a bitch. Garbage. 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 <laughs> what the fuck? Imagine how unpleasant he would have been to have in the writing room. Oh my though. Like, God. Is this your best work? Really? This is it? <laughs> this is it? This is we what did, you're going to do with my show? 110 episodes if you count the TV movies. And you couldn't... Yeah. Pull you anything pick better, a better yeah. from any of this? No? Okay. Wow. And to wrap up Nightmare Alley, in 2009, Will Smith publicly apologized to Robert Conrad <laughs> while doing promotion for another movie, Seven Pounds, which to me feels like a real This Movie Doesn't Exist movie. I've never heard of it, never seen anything about it. No. Okay, no yeah. So here's a quote from, uh, from Will Smith. I made a mistake on Wild Wild West. That could have been better. No, it's funny because I completely understand why Robert Conrad was so upset with us. Now I get it. It's like, that's my baby. I put my blood, sweat, and tears into that. So I'm going to apologize to Mr. Conrad for that exact reason. I didn't realize. I was young. I was immature. So much pain and joy went into my series, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, that my greatest desire would be that it's left alone forever. Okay, good. Yes. <laughs> okay, I can see how this would affect me. Yep. And All right. Okay. Streaming this fall, the new Fresh Prince. The gritty Fresh Prince. <laughs> Uh, I guess he was involved with the production of that, so it's yeah, a little well, okay. <laughs> I just love that this movie has been dogging him for 10 years, yeah. that he's asked about it in an interview. Still, still. So yeah. Will Smith turned down a role in The Matrix to make this movie. I knew that. The role of Neo. Yeah. As of October 2021, he confirmed that this making this movie was the worst career decision he's ever made. <laughs> Excuse me, you just won the Oscar for Best Actor. Shut the fuck up. After October 2021, so we might have some different regrets Yeah, all right, all right. But, okay. uh, yeah. That's, That's so funny. Just dogging him this whole time. It'd be so weird. Like, it'd be too... I don't... I realize that Will Smith does not write the scripts, but it really doesn't feel like he would get to... Like, imagine, you know getting to that writer's room or whatever and being like, so I have to save the world. And the writing team is like, That's what the movie is. Did you not read the... <laughs> Like, I, j I don't know about the fit there. Yeah, I, I do get the feeling that this one was more geared toward Will Smith. Like, we're going to create a Will Smith vehicle. Right. As opposed to when you're mentioning iRobot, that was like, we're making a movie. Yeah. Let's attach Will Smith. Sure, sure. So I, think that, I yeah. think that this was more in line with what he wanted, which is even worse. <laughs> <laughs> this is your platonic ideal of your vehicle movie? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's what it is, right? It is just like blockbuster filler where it's like America loves Will Smith yeah. you know that's that's what the movie is oh yeah Vey. so thank you for taking a stroll looking at the the detritus let's close the door <laughs> firmly on that barn warehouse full of oddities yes <laughs> thank you for that trip down Nightmare Alley you're very not welcome. affiliated <laughs> not affiliated we like oh you here at Um yeah, so that's all I got to say about Wild Wild West. What are your final thoughts on this? Uh, what do I call it? This uh, watershed <laughs> moment in cinema history. <laughs> piece, of, 
art. I don't understand. Like you said, about seven pounds where it doesn't feel like a real movie. Mm. This feels like a 30 Rock movie where yes. it's not real. It's a. It's what are the funniest things you could throw together as the tagline and as the leading man in the concept. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, I don't understand what the tone of the movie is. No. And now that I know it went through rewrites with like that specific set of people, that it does make sense that there's no tone to follow. And we were talking about this while the movie was happening. Every <laughs> character is in a different movie. Yes, and then no, exactly. There's this weird like brain confusion when they try to interact with each other in their own movie way and it doesn't yeah. line up properly. It's like they're not quite speaking. You know when you get like a kung fu movie and it's subtitled? Mm. And the subtitles are, like, not exactly how people would speak to each other in that situation. (laughs) That's what it feels like all the dialogue is in this movie. Yeah. Um, Yeah, the tone and just, like, the... I I find it egregious that they build it as a Western because, like... (laughs) There's just nothing about it that is... Like, they didn't use any Western conventions. Like I said, really finding the railroad tracks as a sign of, like, we don't have to die out here is Mm. really the only thing I could see showing up in a Western. Yeah. And starting out with an Elmer Bernstein score is, like... It 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 feels like they're presenting... You know when everything was cake? It feels (laughs) like you cut into a a A DVD player and it's a cake. Yeah. Like, that's not what you're handing me. Don't give me this Western presentation. You're not giving me a Western. Yeah, they're really trying to do the, like, we'll make, we'll do all the superficial things, and then I'll make it a Western, right? Yeah, probably. Let's not think about probably. it. Probably. But then they didn't even really do that. It feels like a, like a, you know, amateur production where they like, had vaguely period costumes yeah. in, the, yes. in the closet, but none of it actually hangs together. Yeah, I don't know. And then I just, the oh, absolute cherry on the Sunday. The credits go out on an Enrique Iglesias song, (laughs) which, like, why? (laughs) What? What song was it again? It's Bilomos. (laughs) Which, like, yeah, was just popular in, like, 1998, but, like, for no other reason that I can discern. It's it's making me furious. (laughs) I need to know why it's in there. This is the drill tweet. It's turning up the dial on, like, popular (laughs) things. Late 90s and looking back at the audience. (laughs) Eh? Do you like this? Is this good? It's just like a bag that they shook up of things in the 90s, and that's it. I, yeah. And I, I really, like you said, everyone, I think everyone else realizes maybe that they are in, like, a cartoon movie, except mm. Will Smith. And, like I said, everybody that was, like, approached for comment afterward was like, yeah, this sucked. We yeah. didn't like working on this. It wasn't fun. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like a slog. Everybody's eyes are dead in this. That's Like, Kevin yes. Klein is the only buddy who feels like he's putting in the work to me. And it still feels a little grimly determined. Yeah. Like, he's just like, <laughs> fucking Damn it. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna chew the hell out of the scenery, yeah. and that's my only choice. Right? Like he maybe got a really good trailer. Like that's mm. he, he insisted on that or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and just like Salma Hayek. Like why? Why was it important that the guy that the scientist wasn't actually her father, but was her oh, husband? Yeah. What was the point? That because show I guess me the point. The idea of it is that she's manipulating these two men because she's a pretty lady, and they wouldn't go along with that if they knew she was married. I, I guess. <laughs> okay. Like, first of all, like, that stopped anyone ever in this time period. Yeah. Selma Hayek asked you to do something. You're going to do gonna, it. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it right now. Selma Hayek, do you need your laundry picked up? Like, I'll go get your dry cleaning. Doesn't matter. I will fly to wherever you live <laughs> and do your laundry. 
and like yeah i don't know the 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 tonal thing of like i i really did think this movie was going to be a steampunk western Mm. and it wasn't really either of those (laughs) things in the sense that this the technology wasn't integrated into normal life and so it really was just more of a James Bond movie, but a worse one. Okay. It even has its own theme song, sung by... <laughs> do you know right. what I mean? Like, this is just a shitty Bond. Yeah, and it's got, like, the same credits, like, yes. production structure, where yeah. it's like, ooh, look at these flashy things. Yeah, uh. exactly. Yeah, <sighs> so that's that's my that's my take on it, is we really wanted to do something with Will Smith. We tried to make him Bond. Didn't work out. Did not work. And this is the best we could do. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so just a just a real Frankenstein of a '90s experience yeah. is what this movie is. This is we've talked about this lots of times. This is a studio made movie. It feels like yes. where they were just they were the ones. It pulling was made the in a lab. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I think. But it's still somehow fun to watch. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand either. Yeah, it's fine. The giant spider's great. That should have been. <laughs> In the first scene. That should have been the technology that we see in the first scene that makes us go like, what? what? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Give the giant spider its own movie. Yeah, yeah. It's the headliner here. It is. What about you? Well, I've kind of said all my piece. It just boils down to it's trying to be a buddy action comedy, except the buddies hate each other. And there's no resolution on it. It's just no. we're finishing a, a work day so that we can get out of here. We can ride our giant spider home. That's, yeah, that's in that it. sense, it's very obvious that it came from a from a TV show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, actually, that's true. Yeah, yep. I do. I do want to note as well, though. Sorry to interrupt. No, I, that's fine. I that's all I got. So, oh, okay, great. Yeah, there's just not much to it. the The one thing that everybody fucking remembers is the theme song. Yes, because it's great. It's one of the absolute top tier movie theme songs. I saw this, like I said, too many times when I was thirteen. Yeah. this must have been a like. It's hot out. I want to sit in an air-conditioned theater. Totally, I'm going to yes, exactly. Um, when I learned that this was not, like, what sampling is and yeah. what the actual song was, I felt betrayed. Really? So it's like, oh, everything <laughs> I like about the theme song yeah. is actually this other song. I I will say sometimes sampling is a, like, okay, just listen to the to the other song. I think that this is actually a good a distinctive? use. Yeah, okay. yeah just to me so i want to hear your thoughts on like what are your this is definitely up there of like legendary tier theme songs for Mm. movies for me where the song was like written specifically for the movie and it's not a musical you know what i mean yes and i feel like we've we've gotten past that as a culture and i think we should go back i think that like it's only james bond doing it right that's the only one pretty much yeah Yeah. which also like legendary tier most of the bonds i would say yes Um, for sure where you'd like you could just hear it on the radio yeah the one that always sticks in when we're talking about james bond the casino royale one i love that one yeah yeah that one's good Yeah. yeah Yeah, Skyfall I really like. I have a recency bias with the Bonds because, again, they just sort of slide off my brain. Mm. I have watched most of them, but don't recall. <laughs> Die Another Day, also great. You know? Don't remember that one either. No? I Like, this is, I have the problem Oh, with... Live and Let Die is what I'm thinking. Oh, Live and Let Die sorry, rules. Sorry. Yes, yeah, yeah. that is, those That's are a great song. two top tier ones for me. Yeah. Say. yeah. Ghostbusters. Oh, yes, absolutely. Where you, <laughs> I feel like if you could put this, your song on at a wedding reception, like... <laughs> You know? Yeah, you've achieved That's what you were setting out to do. Yeah. Yes. And there's, I, I'm I'm going to go in order of, of, I was trying to think of them because this charms <laughs> me so much. I really do think we should start doing this again. Mm. 
like middle tier, like good tier. Men in Black, I don't like as much. I know it's no. kind of what start like it came what two years. Oh, this is a Barry Sonnenfeld movie, yep. is what it is. Yeah. yeah, it's the one the big box office one yeah. before Wild Wild West. That's right, why right. he got to do whatever he wanted. Yes, exactly. And it was a mistake, and it was wrong. <laughs> um, the that that song, like I get it, but I don't like it as much. I feel like that one went through a real like it got overplayed because mm, be. I yeah. I remember I distinctly remember liking it, having heard it too much, and now I'm at the point of like oh it's that one. Like, oh, that's right. kind of my reaction. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah I won't turn it off, exists. but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. But I get that that was like the, oh, wow, like a big moment. Um, Shaft. Oh, also yeah. a very good tier. Very good. It's way too long of a song for my, <laughs> I'm there... not a person with an attention span for a seven minute song. There's long hi-hat breaks. Yeah. <laughs> it's really. <laughs> Which I respect, but I do not enjoy. Yes. <laughs> um, People had more time on their hands back then. <laughs> To listen to long high hat breaks, just sitting around <laughs> doing heroin and yeah. Um, Footloose hilariously falls in because it's not a musical, but it has this like oh Footloose yeah. theme song. I always think it is a musical. I've never seen Footloose, so that's uh... I, not to my knowledge. Mm. There's probably a musical of it at this point. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's on the stage somewhere. Yeah. And at the bottom of the pile, for me, <laughs> the reason this came up is because there was one, I was like, oh, yeah, Wild Wild West, like, what other movies? The one that came to me, mind immediately is so bad that I wanted to save it for last. <laughs> um, one in the trash tier as well is, I don't care for Back in Time, the Back to the Future one. I know yeah. everybody thinks of Power of Love, but Back in Time is actually, like, the single that yes. they, like, released for the movie and has a... Uh, the music video like featuring the actors I think they like encantoed that one where they were like oh. they were trying to push back in time as the big one but yeah. then Power of Love actually won out in the popular because yeah, it's a better culture. song yeah it's a much better song because yeah. <laughs> that is what I think of like I've used yeah. back in time and I was like what's that again you, are you sure you don't mean yeah. Power of Love yeah <laughs> I know mm. the absolute fucking worst one Venom do you I don't know do you remember when you where you were when the credits for Venom started rolling and Eminem fucking starts <laughs> I'm putting this your together eyes now so are I'm bugging out of your head I don't think I realized that that was yeah. one Eminem or yeah. two a rap specifically written for theme song <laughs> about <God>. Venom <laughs> No, that it's sucks. It's so bad. Like, it kind of makes the movie... It's like you get to the very end of the movie and you made it and you're like, no, yeah, Tom Hardy's fun. Like, this is, you know, it's a romance about an alien. Mm -hmm. And then you get to this song and you're like, oh, come on. <laughs> Which makes me retroactively hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there uh, you go. I forgot uh, about that. We've, we've declined in our output of... I think we should get back into practice, yes. is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, they're like... There's the weird valley, though, where you don't want to do the... I know this is a specific time period. I'm not going to nail it down. Mm. But you watch a movie, you have a good time, yeah. and then exactly like this, the credits roll, and there's, like, the pop cover of the oh, yes. opening instrumental. Yeah, or, like, a pop cover of a, like, thematically similar... Yeah. Like, yeah. And it yeah. just, like, turns your stomach. Yeah. <laughs> It feels very like, oh, they got Lord to do a cover of, like a, a I can't even. I'm thinking of can't even, even like, pull one, but the time period I'm thinking of was like probably in the '80s, where it's just like it gives oh. way, like it's been a certain tone, and then it gives way to the end titles, and you're like, where is this coming from? Yeah, like, 
It's, you know what? I wonder if it's it's more of a people will sit through the credits now. Uh, it wasn't as much of a thing back then. That's true. Yeah. Let's toss this junk over our names and get out of here. <laughs> the <laughs> Get the fuck out of the theater. Yeah, I feel like people have more... It, it has to be like part of the movie mm, now yeah. where it did not before. <laughs> God damn. Which is all the more reason, like you say, to make a theme song. So that you can play it over the, yeah. It's an easy win. On repeat. <laughs> Just again and again. Yeah, the other infuriating thing about Wild Wild West. Great song plays. <laughs> then we segue into this, into Bylomos, which has not played at any other point in the movie. Has no relation to anything that's going on. And that's what they go out on. Yeah. They knew people were not going to still be in the theater. Bewildering. Yeah. Thanks the 90s. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. Well, I think it's about time we wrap up our discussion of Wild Wild West as you get angrier and angrier. You're wearing a green shirt, and I've got very, like, Hulk strength thought in my mind. You're getting worried. You're getting worried. I'm fine. Take us away. Uh, I will. Let's uh, now take the time to double bill or just recommend if you happen to watch this movie or something that you might like otherwise. Uh, I'm not feeling confident in my double bill this week, so I'm going to go first. I just kind of want to sneak it out. Um, All right, fair. Because as we keep saying, like, it feels like this movie is the sun. I can't look right at it. Like, I can't concentrate on any <laughs> not in a good way. aspect or, like, it'll snap under the mental strain of me thinking about it. Yeah, you're like, no, that can't be a movie. <laughs> and it's it's not even a, like, it's not even this movie isn't good, so I don't want to think about it. It's just, like, I can't, I honestly can't, like, it doesn't exist. use the focus of my mind to, like, hone in <laughs> on an, an aspect of it. It exists in a different plane somehow. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to pair this with uh, something that I'm going to take as happens in the same universe and is continuing on. Ooh. Because this. this is, there are so many cop movies. There's so many FBI movies, so many CIA movies. There's so few Secret Service people movies. Are there? Okay. All right. Like I can think of literally one other and is what I have in my notes right here. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm talking about To Live and Die in L.A. from 1985 <laughs> for William Friedkin. <laughs> So, nice. uh, yeah, Secret Service, we're continuing on their grand tradition that uh, Captain James West and Artemis Gordon had in, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in uh, 1860s. It's a buddy cop drama as opposed to a comedy, but sure. we still got the buddy part happening. It's got the same bones, I feel like. There's this bad guy who wants to destroy the U.S. Uh, Willem Dafoe is doing it financially instead of with a giant spider. <laughs> yeah. But I would argue that economics are the giant spider of our time. <laughs> it's true, actually, yeah. <laughs> Both of our heroes are absolute dumbasses who hate each other uh, and hate working with each other. Yeah, one's uh, a wiener and one has testosterone poisoning. Yep, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right, uh, I've seen it. Like I said, there's Secret Service, so it's very different from the cop stuff. Like, it, it literally is, this is a federal thing we're dealing with. It yes, It is yeah. open to, which is something you It's not get. like street-level crime. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's different from spy stuff, which is like, oh, uh, go and spy internationally for us. This is all within your borders, but national. Yeah, it's not is, intrigue. It's yeah, just, yeah. Which is such a weird specific <laughs> that I've glommed onto in my brain. Nice. Uh, it's just a rarity that I feel like we don't often get. Um, so this, I'm treating this double bill as this is the end game of Wild Wild West. Um, <laughs> I'm deciding that these happen in the same universe uh, yep. because without spoiling to live and die, we see what the real end result of a testosterone poisoning person is. This is like... We have done the episode on the podcast. Oh, yeah. We so technically have spoiled it, but we have. We'll, we'll, we'll leave it alone for so now. So if this sounds in any way interesting to you and you don't know to live and die in LA, go and watch it. Go watch listen it right to our now. episode. Uh, yes. We on the podcast love our Friedkin and this movie. Yeah. 
Yeah, so this is this nice. is I'm picturing Chase as the main character. I'm picturing him as like he's heard all these stories about uh, Captain Jim West. I'm gonna follow. I'm in his gonna be footsteps. just like him. I'll be just like him. And oh, what a where it winds us up. Oh boy, what a fall. So I'm gonna call my double bill just end game. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, not affiliated. Not affiliated. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get sued for this episode. Uh, nice. No, I do respect that. For like, it's it's the logical endpoint of you guys have the special sheriff star yeah you have you think you have you've got plot armor right yeah not everything will just slide off you and you'll continue on your next adventure like no let's sit and examine this somewhat yes that is yeah this is the thoughtful version of the movie Mm -hmm. nice you're being very kind by association to wild world (laughs) bus yes that's very nice of you i think more than anything that's what's making me feel weird about it yeah i don't want to give it this (laughs) you don't you don't deserve it they do not Nice. But in okay. a way, they do deserve each other. So that's my... Sure. <laughs> yep. It makes sense. Okay. Well, mine's going to be very different. <laughs> yes. I'm hoping for that. I honestly was going to bill it with Venom just to make you yeah. furious because it's just a buddy comedy. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> but... I think you literally have double billed Venom. With I have. I have. Which is why I didn't episode. do it. Yeah. So, listener, yeah. go listen to our whole back catalog and tell us which episode it was on. <laughs> this is just an... Uh, this is a, an ad for the rest <laughs> of the podcast. Hashtag ad. What I'm going to do, I'm going to keep with the, like frenemy like buddy movie type of deal but i'm gonna go much more drama with it i'm gonna bill it with the prestige and maybe not Mm. bill with so much as like if you want to watch the prestige here is what it has in common (laughs) here's some justification if you were thinking about wild wild west to watch the prestige instead go for it (laughs) turn back now it's not too late um ostensibly the thing i was thinking about is that it's kind of like The movie is about, ostensibly, the relationship between the two leads, which are, like, two, like, very high-profile movie stars of their time. But it gets completely upstaged, at least in my own brain, by the absolutely bonkers, anachronistic technology (laughs) that's so far far ahead of what could be done at the time. Yeah. That's really, like, when you think about Wild Wild West, Giant Spider. When you think about the prestige... Vanishing dunk tank of death, like Nikola that's Tesla. The, yes, <laughs> exactly. David Bowie, um, and it kind of—I'm being again very generous to Wild Wild West here, but it depicts the like dehumanization of of conflict of what that does to you. Oh boy, yeah, okay. You know, Prestige has. It has the, like, these guys used to be friends and now they're enemies, and so they are actually, like, trying to bodily harm. Not even trying to, but the logical end result yeah, is bodily harm. there. Yes. Yep. And it's got the clones that... Oh, sorry, spoilers. Um, <laughs> it's got the the replicants, basically, that die every single night for the pure purpose of entertaining an audience. That's all they do. Yep. It's to satisfy the, you know, the artistic ambitions <laughs> of this fucking magician guy. Um, and Wild Wild West has the, you know, cannon fodder, the teenage cannon fodder, and obviously oh, yeah. the entire town's worth of newly freed slaves as just like, I'm going to wipe out a few of these towns and a few of these battalions just to test my thing to make sure it's ready to present. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so in that respect, I'm like, yeah, they don't shy away from <laughs> from showing the body count in these kinds of 
yeah. ego-driven situations, you know? Yeah. So it is, I'm, I'm going to call it the death of ego. Oh. Yes. I like that a lot. That's good. <laughs> I. This is the kindest anyone will ever be to Wild Wild West. <laughs> we are dunking on it so hard, but you I know. mean, we watched it. It's, we watched it, and I probably will watch it again. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> yep. Uh, so that's what I'm going to do. It's important to vary your cinematic diet, and that's... Yes. Yeah. Oh, and it, you know, Bowie... Uh, actor and musician. Oh, Will there Smith, you go. Actor and musician. There now we go. just gotta find somewhere in David Bowie's personal effects a theme song for the Prestige, <laughs> which would be very cool. I have no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be spooky. Yeah. yeah there'd be a theremin in there. Absolutely, there would be. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. So that's me for the week. Fantastic. Well, we did it. We uh, talked about Wild Wild West. <laughs> I finally caught up with. All of my, like, ten-year-old peers. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I'm finally there. Uh, and I, I will admit I did most of my research on Wiki Wiki Wikipedia. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe you got through this whole episode. You've been waiting to see. No, I honestly had not, it had not occurred to me until this very second. <laughs> oh, is the Wikipedia for this movie called? Oh, that'd be great. Come on. You'd have, like, if there was a big enough wiki to devote to Wild yeah, Wild West, yeah. it would be Wiki Wiki Wikipedia. We all know. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm signing off. Brilliant. I'm going to go jump in the lake. <laughs> We're bookending it. I started with a dumb wiki joke, ending with a dumb wiki joke. Uh, so find us on uh, Gartbage Pod on uh, Twitter and Instagram, G A R T B A G E Pod. Uh, throw those ratings and reviews our way on the podcast yes, platform please. of your choice so that more people can talk talk to us. We'll talk to them. We'll talk to each other, and uh, others will hear these things about Wild Wild West. I love that we're just discovering what a conversation is <laughs> live on. I haven't. I don't have a nail down yet. I'm trying to figure it out. I, we'll get there. We'll get I don't there. know if this podcast is helping or hurting. Uh, Aaron, where can people find you? If they want, they can find me on Twitter at Macklebase, M-A-C-L-E-B-A-S-S. And uh, you can find me at Dick R. Navis, D-I-C-K-R-Navis. And that's about it for us. So I hope that you will join us next time for another pile of Gart Bitch. Thanks, y'all. Wow, wow, Wes. Mm-hmm. My love.